1: Let's speak to Peter McFarlane from the Everton Women's Supporters Club. Hi, Peter.
0: Hi, Lucy. OK? I'm
1: really good. Are you?
0: Yeah, not bad. I'm looking forward to tonight. I was going to say. nervous, but looking forward to it.
1: Nerves are here already. Do you have lucky pants or anything to put on, Peter?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm literally just... Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to sort of chill out at the moment. Uh, trying to sort of, you know, calm my nerves. Um, as I say, it's a derby, derby day. Um, I think everyone, red or blue, will understand the nerves that kick in. As Absolutely. soon as you wake up in the morning, so I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready to go.
1: So there are some people who think that women's football is a recent thing. Uh, not quite. How long has the Everton women's team been going?
0: Well, it was initially. Um, it, it's about four years. It was a, it was initially Hoylake Hoy WFC, um, and then it was it was renamed as Liso. Then I believe it was Liso Pacific, and then in 1995 it was it was brought under the under the banner of Everton Football Club. Um, so it's, it's since 1995, it's been, it's been Everton. Um, it was initially Everton ladies. And then a couple of years ago, um, it was changed to Everton women. Um, but we, we tend to just go under, under the name Everton now, uh, which, which, is, which is great. But it, yeah, it is so.
1: brilliant. Losing that women title from it kind of um, puts that real harmony between the teams, doesn't it? Um, tell me this, because whenever you've got football, you've got supporters. Uh, how long has the Women Supporters Club been going?
0: Well, our chair Julie Macon, uh, was was sort of in and around the Everton set up for for a long time. Julie actually used to play. She didn't play for Everton, but she played she played for a number of years as a goalkeeper. Uh, but she actually formally formed the the, the supporters club in two thousand and seven, um, and she's done amazing work over the years. Uh, certainly years before I was I was even going. So, you know, she's 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 done a fantastic job, Julie. Um, you know, she's she. Been following the team all the way, <laughs> all the way through, um, all the way, you know, um, to Southport, and, and now we've moved to Walton Hall Park. She's been such a key part uh, to us of our supporters, and certainly everyone in and around the team knows her very well.
1: And how many members do you have?
0: We have around. It's grown all the time, and um, we, we've got around hundred. We've got around thirty to fifty, you know, constantly active members on our WhatsApp group. Um, and then we've got a committee of five of us, so there's, m- there's myself, Julie Macon, Tina Tinsley, uh, Fiona Kerr um, and Meg, who are, and basically we organise everything, so we organise things like the slides away trips um, and, and things like the atmospheres and things, um, song books that, or, <laughs> and the like. Um, so yeah, it's, as I say, it's growing all the time. We've actually got fans all over the world as well who've, who've, who've happily joined us now, so it's uh, it's growing. It's I- growing. And Peter,
1: what was it about the women's football that made you get so invested and so engaged um, to join the supporters club?
0: Well, I started going when when Everton were playing in Southport. Um, and Basically, what a, me and a friend of mine actually went to went to a couple of pre-season games and then we we decided that we wanted to really start sort of backing the team. I'd obviously always had an interest in the women's team, going back to when Tony Duggan was first there and we had that fantastic team with, with, with so many some of the players who ended up getting poached by Manchester City, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I always you know followed the team then. But but I started going regularly, um, probably about four or five years ago now. Where, to the point where I was, I'm going every week and I'm, I'm supporting. You know, going going to away games and everything else. I mean, I've had a season. They're going to go for 25 years, so I've all obviously I'm ever mad. And you know, the club means the absolute world to me, and, and it was just sort of it was just a case of. Me seeing players wearing that Everton badge and wanting to support them, and any you know anyone who represents our club deserves our backing. Um, and I'm a, I'm a huge believer in the in the fact that um, there's no Everton men and Everton women; it's just Everton.
1: Love that, Peter. Have you noticed more interest in the women's game? Um, of course, over the last couple of years, it feels that it is coming more to the forefront.
0: Yeah, I, I think certainly. I mean, the, the interest is now it's it, it sort of peaked after after the Lionesses' incredible win mm. in the in the summer. Um, we we as you know supporters we were going to watch our Swedes and 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 played for Italy as well, and and Kenza at the time was with us. She was playing for France, and obviously we had you know Liga playing for Denmark. So we we did try to get through as many as many games as possible during during the summer, um, and, and certainly. At the back of the summer, we've seen record attendances at Walton Hall Park all season. We have seen a, you know, an uptick in, in away followings, even even from other clubs as well. We've noticed a real change in the atmosphere, where you know clubs like Aston Villa, they've got a really good sort of singing section and things like that. Now Manchester United, I mean, we went to we went to Lee Sports Village, um, you know, just a, just over a month ago. We went to Lee Sports Village and um, and got a really good 0-0 draw there and that place was packed with thousands of fans so you mm. can see it growing all the time and, and I think as I say going back to you know, a team like Asking Villa who we're sort of fighting against for that fifth spot um, it's not necessarily just like sort of the big four teams if you like who, who are starting to get these good crowds it's it's sort of starting to spread throughout the league and, and it's, it's so great to see and certainly as a supporter but when you go into these games and experience, in the, experience in these atmospheres it just makes it all worthwhile it's, it's a really fantastic experience for us
1: and it's a really wonderful gesture to invite the league-winning team back for the derby. Do we know where the idea came from?
0: I believe it was the Everton Heritage Society who actually who actually organised it. Um, I, I know that they've got a, there's an article, that they've a really good article they've written about, about the um, about the team that's on their website now. Um, so I think it was it was with them in discussions with the club as well. Um, but I just think it was so important to market, to, you know, to feel that respect for, for these players and, and the managing team, because obviously, I mean, Everton have, I mean, going back to what I was saying about, the, you know, the Euros in the summer, um, the amount of players in that England squad who actually came through Everton at a certain point in their career, yeah. it kind of shows, I mean, that, that that was almost built from, from that, that, that league winning side. Um, in 1997-98. So that, that that team kind of set the benchmark for, for what it was all about. And obviously Mo Marley then, you know, who was a player then, she, she ended up taking the managerial reins over and, and, and developed so many top players. Jill Scott being one of them who, who won the FA mm-hmm. Cup for us in, in 2010. Um, so I think, I think it kind of all started there with that league winning side. And as I say, it's grown exponentially, and it's almost like a bit of a sliding doors moment. As I say, when you see the amount of players who've come through at Everton, and players who've come here to develop, um, it's so important that we have that history and that we that we can show these players that we are a team to countries to, to develop, and we've got you know that 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 Everton history. Um, you know, we we always say if you know your history, uh, it's important to acknowledge that history. It's important to know that history, and it's important to celebrate it as well.
1: Women's football, of course, we're talking ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Didn't have the profile back then as it, is, it does now. Were there celebrations in the city after that win?
0: I'll be honest. I mean, I was, I was, I was quite young at that stage. I, I do remember the, the trophy getting brought to Goodison Park. Right. I think possibly if, if there wasn't if there wasn't as big of a, um, a of a celebration as there would have been. I just remember that the men's team were going through a terrible time that season, so that might have been distracting a lot of Evertonians at the time. But certainly, uh, this is a great opportunity for, for us to show our appreciation. As I say, at the time, I was a kid, so I was unfortunately, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't able no. to witness that first hand myself. But I'll, um, I'll certainly be giving them a round of applause and, and cheering the names uh, this evening. Um, but as I say, it's just it's just important for us to acknowledge it, to, to really celebrate it and, and to show our thanks to these, these Everton legends and Everton heroes.
1: And it's not just those who were on the pitch who've been invited, is it?
0: No, um, like Billy Jackson as well, the manager at the time. Um, I believe he's going to be there tonight as well. And again, someone who set the benchmark. Um, and his assistant Keith Marley, who was Mo Marley's husband, um, took the reins over from Billy when he when he left Everton, and then obviously then Mo took over. Uh, so that kind of it's like that lineage. You know what I mean? Of, mm. of, these, sort of these these great leaders of Everton Football Club, and it, and it, it sort of started there. So. Yeah, it's, um, I say it's just a great opportunity for us to show our thanks to, to them and, and to um, and to acknowledge such a great achievement.
1: And I've got to ask because people do tend to get very heated when these two sides meet in the men's game. Is the women's derby as hotly anticipated as the men or Is there a bit more camaraderie? Um, I mean, you your opening words to me were the nerves were building up already.
0: Yeah. Oh, don't. Yeah. I mean, it's the major side derby. It, 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 this is the game, the first game we look forward to at the start of the season. As soon as the fixtures came out, um, obviously Liverpool having just got promoted as well. We've missed we've missed these maybe Friday derbies. Um, we were robbed of a um, of a Goodison derby just before lockdown, when the first the first game was called off, and then obviously lockdown hit and Liverpool got relegated. So we've it, this has been a long time coming. Um, so I think. As well, we've got to bear in mind that I'm sure Liverpool will be a wounded animal. You know, we we beat them 3-0 at Anfield. That's going to be something that's going to bound to have hurt them and their supporters. So they're going to be wanting to, you know, give everything tonight to try and put that right. So we've got to really... Uh, we've got to be up for this game. We've really got to be up for it. And as I say, it's a Merseyside derby. You know, any sort of friendship go out the window as soon as the whistle blows, and any sort of camaraderie goes out the window we're going to be we're going to be fighting for our team and I'm sure the Liverpool supporters will be doing the same and, and you know it's, um, and it's good to see and again it'll just add to, to the atmosphere uh, you know a Merseyside derby has such a special atmosphere Um, obviously the, the sometimes I can spill over and, and I can get a bit you know there's a bit more bite to it certainly in the men's game Um, I've been, I've been to Merseyside derbies before where the atmosphere has been you know it has been borderline, but I think tonight we'll 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 show the best of both supporters. We'll mm-hmm. be back in our teams from the first minute till the last. And um, as I say, it's a great start to Women's Football Weekend.
1: Uh, Peter McFarlane from the Everton Women Supporters Club, your last words from us. Give us a prediction.
0: Um, I would never normally do this, but I'm going to say a repeat of the three now at Anfield. I think we've got you know fantastic players throughout the side. I think we, we are, you know, defensively solid. We've got such a tack and flair. Um, the likes of Jess Park, Aggie Jones, Patrick Snoyce, Nico Sorensen, Hannah Benison. I could name name them all, to be honest with you. Um, I feel like we've really sort of hit form this season. Certainly, you know, under Brian Sorensen, we're playing some really good football. Um, we've scuttered a a bit over the last few weeks in terms of our goal scoring, but I'm hoping we're saving them all for tonight.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.